Hey, everybody, this is James Balsamo. Heads are going to roll when you're listening to Without Your Head. <laughs> Welcome to the Station of Decapitation Without Dread. I'm Nasty Neal. We just watched Groundhog, and now I'm joined yeah. by David McDonough, the maggot. Hi. Hello. Hello. Matthew Fisher in the tropical location. <laughs> Howdy, folks. Not to be named. Alexander Hawk. Hey. And How are you guys doing? Yes. Hey, good going? to see all of you. I'm sorry to talk over you. And Billy Coyne. How's it going? Good. And I'm Greg, apparently. Nice to meet you, Greg, and not Neil. It's Greg. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. So that was very fun to watch Groundhog. And this is true. This was the first movie I asked to play uh, during these. We've been doing a few of them, but this was the first one I had in mind because I'm a big fan of Groundhog. And I thought it would be a lot of fun to watch with everyone. Yeah. Nice. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah. So how, how, did, like how did all you guys get together for Groundhog? I know you had boombastic films, but uh, you guys specifically for Groundhog. Um, Dave, you want to tell the story how you met me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, Matt, we, me and Matt have been friends on Facebook for a while before, before we actually met. And, uh, he, he was making a short called Insomniac and he hit me up if I wanted to be like an associate producer. And, uh, I did either have the option to work on the film and learn the ropes or, uh, just kind of like be like a producer from afar. And I, I chose to learn the ropes and, uh, it's been great ever since. <laughs> 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 yeah, I think Dave came in and already had the idea for Groundhog. And uh, he came over and he started working on, you know, our our productions like Insomniac. He first was his first deal. And I uh, did a couple of drafts of the script and found the money and, and came in. Billy came into the project through just kind of working with us through multiple projects. And same thing with Hawk. You know what I mean? He was, he's yeah. been acting and everything and, you know, working his way up to... The, the crew ladder too trying to do it all trying to do it all yeah he's in japan right now <laughs> yeah, i know i like the shirt by the way the creature double feature oh thanks yeah. well, welcome. I, just I, think, I, I mean i figured you know like if i'm gonna be you know doing on coming on here i have to really shower and always clean up a little bit and like i'm gonna represent this is like one of my favorite shirts Whenever I go to horror cons or festivals, people are like, I love that shirt. This is my feel-good shirt. Yeah. That was uh, yeah. Rock and Shock. Shirt. Oh, I'm a big fan of Rock and Shock. So, yeah. I Hopefully think I, I, think I acquired that, that, I believe. So, Billy, how did you get involved in, you know, doing, uh, you know, not even just on Groundhog, but doing, uh, you know, effects and makeup? Well, um, I've known Maddie going back to DJ Stan the Man. I did the fat suit for him. But um, 
I've been doing makeup effects actually close to almost 15 years. Um, I'm actually an alumni of Tom Savini's program. Oh. And I'm also an alumni of the makeup designery out in Los Angeles. And I've done work for The Walking Dead and I've done work for Spielberg. And I just kind of relocated back in Boston. But I first met Maddie actually outside of the business through um, a, a friend. And I got in contact with Maddie that way. And we've had history, you know, going back at least from when we started with the fat suit on DJ Stan the Man. So that was really the time frame when I met Maddie and I've worked with Maddie on productions since then. I mean, Maddie is, uh, he was like my brother from another mother, seriously. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, um, so, you know, it's, it's a lot of fun being on the team boom basic and, you know, Maddie, uh, brought me on Groundhog, and it was just a good, fun time killing people. <laughs> right. So, yeah. what, was, what was the inspiration for Groundhog? It was um. Besides, like, there's a couple. Matt, you want me to tell the story? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, anyways, so back in the day, there was a movie called The Monster Squad, and in that movie, there was a uh, movie in a movie, a slasher in a movie called Groundhog Day Part Twelve. And I always wanted to see a Groundhog Day slasher movie, so I'm like, I'm going to write one. Years later, I was like, I'm going to write one. Also, there's another side story about um, during a bad snowstorm, a guy's walking his dog on a leash, Mm -hmm. and a plow comes and, like, drives up the driveway. And the guy pretty much pulls an empty leash out, and he was devastated. And I just just was like, what would it be like if that happened to a human that somebody loved, you know? (laughs) If you had had a human friend on a leash. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have many friends on leashes now. <laughs> <laughs> I got a Dave on a leash. Being, I, yeah, I've been playing yeah, Matt had me on a leash. I, I, rem- oh, I yeah. remember that news story. I because I remember that made the news because we're in Massachusetts. We're somewhat local. And mm-hmm. Maggie, Mag- didn't that happen like almost like 15, 20 years ago? Because I do remember a story of that in the news. So yeah, I didn't yeah. realize I didn't realize that's where you actually drew inspiration from. Mm-hmm. that story but you know t- taking that to from an animal to a human and of course you know it, it, it's a different series of circumstances but yeah i didn't know that that's I, that's a good tip for uh groundhog fyi yeah mm-hmm. now, had you ever written a script before me yeah. um uh i'm a well i'm a published short story author and uh i've written like sort a of script, script i should say yeah yeah Future scripts. I did uh, one called Roommates. It was um, like a short black and white one. I wrote that in like 2004. We made it in 2009 and kept all the jokes, like like the 2004 type jokes in 2009 when nothing was relevant anymore. We just kept it in there. But never anything, never anything like a full script or anything like that, like a full complete like feature script until pretty much until Groundhog. Yeah. Yeah, which I love the dialogue in Groundhog. It's uh like it's a fun movie, but that, I mean that adds to the fun. There's some great lines, and the it, I was I always like him, and I was, I was uh, happy to see that the the chat uh, also enjoyed a lot of the lines. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, by the way, I was, I was keeping track of here. You mentioned that you drew the Groundhog at the beginning. Yeah, on the the, the festival poster and at the uh, bed and breakfast. It's kind of, and I made the sign too, the bed and breakfast sign. I was going to ask about that. It's a pretty impressive sign. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we went to... I just uh, assumed you found Michael's. it somewhere, like at like a, a thrift store or so like some old uh, bed and breakfast. Like, hey, I'm going to buy this. 
Well, yeah, we had a lot of a lot of spray paint, a lot of glue, Gorilla Glue, and uh, yeah. Maggot, do you still have that thing? It's in the backyard. I'm letting it age for like a sequel. Almost like a Friday the Thirteenth, so, yeah, yeah. you know, like campers and like all the crap that come back to it later <laughs> in the season. Yeah, yeah. Ground dog in space. Yeah, <laughs> we gotta wait till we that's get to you know age. eight or nine before you. No, it'll be Groundhog X. Groundhog X. We'll, we'll basically do the same route as Sean right. Cunningham. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna go to the hood first, and then eventually go to space. Yeah. We all go to the hood at some point, pretty much in any franchise, it feels, especially exactly. when you're coming. <laughs> so uh, Sam's not here, but uh, how did, uh, what made Sam right for the, for the character? We actually, at first, we had my friend, uh, my other friend, who's like a bigger dude, so kind of like a juggernaut type killer, you know, the big bulky, like Kane Hodder type character, yeah. but his, um, there's an accident in the family with his kid, so oh, I'm sorry to he wasn't able to do it. And uh, I was like, do I want, like, we got Sam. Sam looks good. He'd be, like, more of, like, a, wi- a wiry psychopath. So I'm like, I want the wiry psychopath to be able to do stuff that, like, a juggernaut killer would do, like a big dude. So, yeah, so that's how, yeah. yeah. And, I think yeah, it totally Sam, works. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. He, he did a great job. Sam was amazing. Yeah, yeah. great. Yeah, I've met him a bunch of times. It's a, for, I haven't seen him for a long time, but like, uh, like you said in the chat, I haven't seen anyone in a long time. Mm-hmm. Yep, we've been all locked in the house. Yeah. Oh yeah, we got to go to Manhattan too. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Martin brought up yeah the Groundhog takes Manhattan. That would be. A... <laughs> Hopefully, there's still some like toxic waste hanging around there. You know? Yeah. And uh, everyone's impressed, Billy, that you did a, uh, a lot of like the uh, gore scenes in one day. Well, actually, no. I hadn't. It wasn't all me. I had okay. an amazing, an amazing team mm-hmm. of other artists. You know, I mean, we had uh, Danielle Schneider. Uh, who was also the sister of the DP who uh, helped out with makeup effects. Uh, and Maddie helped out with makeup effects. I mean, there was a lot of orchestration that basically, in the course of one day, we kind of had a series of makeups that we knew we had to do. But mm-hmm. no matter what, we had so much blood on hand. I mean, I think one thing we definitely prided ourselves on that I know David also very much prides on is the uh, excess of blood that we actually did use. Um, and I, because I feel like where we had additional gore, uh, such as body parts mixed in, you know, I mean, we really wanted stuff to congeal as best as it could for certain scenes. And we really wanted to really capture an aesthetic. I mean, I think personally, my favorite gore effect in it is where Kissa is in the bed and just has all of that texture around her because I think just from an atmospheric perspective that's one of my favorite looking effects but mm-hmm. i think everyone did an amazing job with the, their stamp danielle did um the uh sam's um uh the old man sam when he gets his face and i love that that's, yeah it's amazing I mean, yeah. Yeah. It, it's such a wonderful um and i i love how we played with effects because we wanted that 80s practical and we could basically from that point, deviate in so many di- different ways to extrapolate to have fun, where we can pull back, where we can, where it should kind of look more. Like I did the face peel, and I um, love how we shot that because you know it, it was like a double layer of makeup, and we shot it quick. And I love how that cuts together. I mean, the, the editing uh, on David's behalf, um, 
you know, really helped with the effects and even certain aspects of just overall um, going for that 80s practical aesthetic that we captured. And mm-hmm. you know, I, we had an amazing team and everyone kicked ass. I mean, everyone did an amazing job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of death, Alexander, what was it like yeah. being uh, being cut in half with a, with a shovel? <laughs> well, I, I have to say, um, I have found uh, that I have died a lot in film, uh-huh. and but I do have to say that this in this movie, it's probably the best and glorious death scene I've had to date. There's always a possibility of something in the future, but right now, I do have to say it is the the best kill scene I've ever been a part of. Mm-hmm. And since it's since we just watch it, it's kind of a spoiler, but uh, yeah. we see you at the end still crawling, so it's a possibility you'll be in the second one. You just Maybe they'll sew you back together or you'll just be crawling around. He's going to be in a wheelchair. We're going to put him in a wheelchair for the second one. Half right. from the oh, yeah. He'll be like, uh, be like Mr. Belial from the basketball Mr. No Legs with the guns yeah. in his hey, wheelchair. Hey, yeah. all, I have to say, all I have to say is I'm only half a man now. I'm only half <laughs> so, the man so, that so I used to be. So you're going to be Kenneth Branagh yes. and Wild Wild West. You're going to have a wheelchair. You're going to have like mechanics. Maddie? You're yeah. all over that, buddy. I oh, love yeah. That. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally done for that. That's Groundhog 2. That's Groundhog 2. I'll be coming back and like, I'm going to get you. Shut <laughs> <laughs> <Right laughs> <in>. old man. <laughs> so is, is Groundhog 2 something you want to do, Dave? Absolutely, yeah. We yeah, might die. Is. We might die making it, but. That's <laughs> <laughs> very true, yeah. Right now, it's. Uh... No, I mean, like, yeah, it's like definitely it's a massive undertaking, as Billy would say. Especially <laughs> now that you have to build an electric wheelchair. That's like... Yeah, yeah. You can tell I've, I've lost some hair. Since uh, I... Well, you've lost a lot more than lost hair, though. You're, yeah, you're, yeah, yeah, you're half the man used to be as well. Yeah. Congratulations, Maggot. I haven't seen you in a while, but I've seen how you've just been dropping weight, and you look amazing, dude. Thanks, man. Thank you. Cheers. Thank you. You feeling well. better, too? Oh, yes. It's like you're yes, happy. Absolutely, yeah. Definitely yeah. got more energy. I feel like a man of 20 <laughs> instead of like, I'll, I'll be 39 tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, birthday boy. Happy you have, birthday. My, uh, you have my favorite line in the movie about the ass movies, <laughs> by the way. So I, yeah, I know you're the writer. Maybe you gave yourself the best line. I don't know, but it's a pretty awesome line. That one, I was, I was trying to make Sam laugh, so I did a whole bunch of different ones, and that like uh, that that one seemed to be the one that everybody liked so <laughs> Dave came through in the clutch with that role because up until the day before it was somebody else was supposed to play oh, really? that part yeah. yeah and they uh, they fell out and Dave pulled off the cape and took the the mortal flesh and did some acting and uh yeah. did a good job with it yeah, yeah I, can, I can't imagine Thanks, someone else in that role it's like one of my favorite honestly one of my favorite uh, deliveries performances in the movie Biggest mistake that actor ever did. Now he's yeah. <laughs> he looks yeah. kind of like me, so I kind of was like a perfect understudy. <laughs> oh, thanks, Maddie. Thank you so much. All right, it'll be on one of those web things where it's like people who who passed up like these great roles. <laughs> this guy passed. He's up already gone. Out. Yeah, he's gone. He, he he. There's no more. There's no more. He departed. He departed <laughs> this place. Right. He departed the mortal coil. <laughs> so how about the involvement of James Balsamo? How did that come? Oh, about? Well, um, well, you know everybody. He's not from well, around here. No, no, he was in Long Island at the time. He was closer, uh, yeah, at the time. 
That's yeah. true. Yeah, he's in LA now. Yeah. We usually, you know, we meet him at conventions and stuff. Mm-hmm. Maddie had him uh, do the voice uh, phone call in uh, Insomniac. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was kind of like opening the door, so I just hit him up, and I was like, "Like, do you want to be in the movie and whatnot?" And, and magic happened. Magic happened. <laughs> yeah, we try to collaborate with all the filmmakers that we're cool with. We try to bring them in mm-hmm. from afar, you know what I mean, for cameos, like, uh, to bring it back to the old days with, you know, you'd see Sam Raimi and John Landis and Toby Hooper, you know, make cool, and Cronenberg make cool cameos in other people's films. We think it's cool to be able to, you know, bring in some of the filmmakers that we mesh with to throw in our films to give it the same vibe that people would get back in the day when they'd see those people pop up you know mm-hmm. oh definitely. we're all fans we're all big gigantic fans of horror films so like we try to pay our respects I mean, as much as we can and carry yeah. it on yeah, cool. and i think and but i think as independent artists we also like to support so if we know people that are you know have these companies and they're also actors and it's always nice to have a sense of camaraderie and you know basically mingle among, you know, other people. And I mean, like Lloyd Kaufman, you know, another example, I mean, you know, he's been a huge proponent for independent film and he will do stuff, you know, for other people's films. And I think that's where Balsamo, he's great like that as well. He, as a performer, likes to, he does his own entity as an entity, but as an actor, he's a lot of fun. I love working with Balsamo. Yeah, yeah, we love Jimmy. Yeah, he's a very, very good guy. I've been in a James Balsamo movie, and he's in a movie I made. So uh, he's and he's just a good guy. So. He's yeah. a ham. I love I him. Think, he's um, such a ham. <laughs> we're all we're all in bite school too, right? I'm not, but uh, oh, oh not yet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> You're not in me it? and me and Hawk yeah. are so far. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Me? Yeah. I don't know. I could be. I lost track a little bit. <laughs> right. I met a few of them. Yeah, Man, I like that yeah. so many. He doesn't know which ones. He's <laughs> yeah. and which he's not. I love you, Jerry. One of them. <laughs> oh, that picture, that one right there. That, oh, was, that was a great show. <laughs> Is that my house in France or my house in Italy? That's how I look at both. <laughs> yeah, yes. both, both, yeah, both bought with Groundhog Money. <laughs> Adrian wants to know what's there. Oh, sorry. AJ here in the chat wants to know um, what were the major challenges to make the movie? What was and what was your favorite scene to shoot? Wow. So for me, the fact that it was the lightest winter and the script takes place during like the heaviest winter was yeah, was yeah, the yeah. challenge. Um, just being like mortal humans and just getting exhausted. Because like that day that I was acting, I, I, I don't know what planet I was on, really. I was just so tired. <laughs> um yeah <laughs> well how how many days did you shoot um 30 i'll take wait no eight, eight out of 30 yeah so it's january every weekend out of january 2016 yeah, yeah. weekend yeah. shoots primarily i remember yeah saturday yeah, everyone's yeah. working around their work schedule and whatnot yeah it's true how, how about you guys what was the challenges for you guys what was the what was the, it was what was the challenges yeah well, uh, bu- budget's always a challenge when you're making these lower-budget films. Um, one of the challenges that we overcame that I was very proud of is uh, with lack of location, a respectable location that was going to offer up their establishment for our bloody scenes, we recreated uh, the pharmacy, the uh, office, and um, there was three of them, wasn't there? Well, mostly like 
different sets in my house that were in different locations. The garage is what I, I'm the most proud of. The garage. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. the garage was great. The garage, the garage was the pharmacy for sure because I do remember that. And the garage was also the interior of the office where we mm-hmm. did Balsano yeah. scene yeah. and all of that in, interior office stuff. I do. I, me- I remember the garage really was, and no, I loved those sets. I mean, and mm-hmm. that was just so impressive what we did with you know like next to nothing. And well, it became I mean, a truly, studio. It like became yeah. a studio. It, we every did. weekend, it was we were we were kind of breaking things down to build up a new, you know, set, which was kind of fun because you bring back the set feel. And a lot of people, when they see it, they can't even tell that, you know, it's it's not what it is. You know, especially that all those things were shot there. Some people don't even pick up on the fact that it's not the real place. You know, which for independent filmmakers, you know, the situation with like that pharmacy. The best thing we had going for us was getting all that medicine at the dollar store. You know, and you buy stuff, all yeah. that shit, and then you stock your shelves. Which I noticed. I noticed. Which, uh, yeah. And like, I like, I the Dollar Tree. Yeah. And Alex got us some signs from a pharmacy. We had a cash yeah. register, I think, that was like big, big gold, a golden item for a scene like that. Yeah. And, you know. Golden oldie. <laughs> Golden <laughs> oldie. Yeah, it's, not, it's awesome, though. I mean. Oh, yeah. It rules. It was, so, it was so, but it was so impressive. I'll say that that stuff is probably the most the most difficult stuff. Maybe uh, was it fun, on the side of the road, Matt? Yeah. You Alex, know where, how about where? you? Yeah. You you look like big. You look like chunky Charles Manson over there. I'm loving it. <laughs> I like the beard. You just talked about shaving off. I think you should keep it. <laughs> you should keep it, Alex. I like, I like I like the hair too. Yeah. I like everything about Alex Hawk. He's my hero in life. Yeah, I, 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 I strive to uh, to be everyone's hero. That's my goal. That's <laughs> very my goal. modest as well. Yes, Alex, I am. Can, I'm very modest. Alex, take a stab at that question. So, what was what was challenging for you, Alex? Well, honestly, I mean, I think it, I think anyone who's seen the movie uh, would assume, and they're probably right, that the um, the hardest part for me was the being cut in half scene for the fact of being now, when we shot that scene, I was, you know, drenched in blood on, uh, what was it? It was like um, a, uh, a, a back of like a sign shop. Like yeah, 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 it was a loading deck, a dock, uh, and it was uh, pretty much a cement slab I was laying on. So, you know, that wasn't really comfortable. Plus also with all the blood, and of course, you know, having to, you know, just wait there, setting up scenes and all that. I that mean, was that very was late, fun. too. Yeah, yeah, I was like... And Maddie, and Maddie well, that was your effects, because I, I'm sorry, I forgot to mention, you also did effects as well. Yeah. Because I, because that was one night I wasn't able to make it for... Yeah, you weren't there that day. Yeah, no, but I, rem- yeah. I remember... But I mean, no, I mean, I, I felt bad because I know I mentioned Danielle, but I mean, Maddie, you did effects as well. I mean, so many people were doing effects. I mean, Mm-hmm. But I mean, that effects is a great effect, even though I wasn't there. But what everyone did I was, was fan, amazing. Yeah. For the I mean, I lo- I love that, you know, and and that is truly just everyone, you know, everyone's contributions. I mean, it was just it looks great, you know, and everyone can can take ownership of it. And I'll continue. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> no, it's great. That was also my favorite scene to shoot. Was that one because I almost threw up. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I started gagging. And I was like, yeah. I was like. <laughs> I'm like what? 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 I've never felt this before for a horror movie. Uh, Give me a second. 
I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yeah. it, is, it, but it is extremely vindicating when you can create an effect that can actually make someone rich. I mean, yeah. you know, it, it yeah. does, especially the director. And this whole room there is like all uh, weird horror. Well, he's got Batman behind him right now, but he's got, I know he's in a, a lot of weird horror stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. No worries. And, and the, what's going on over there? The screaming my, haunts my, my dreams my, to this day. My Alex entire is world is falling apart. An assassin <laughs> tried to kill Alex Hawk in Japan. And then he just and starts Alex screaming and gives me nightmares again. Yeah. Hawk, <laughs> uh, don't you worry. I'm going to call Creature Double Feature and we're going to get Gogeta to come over to where you are and he's going to create some havoc for you. <laughs> well, I got not, uh, enough havoc with my uh, screen suddenly just collapsing on me. <laughs> it happens. W- WLVI Channel Fifty Six. <laughs> what What were you guys' favorite scenes to do? Um, actually, for favorite scenes, I um, know I talked about Kissa basically from how the whole atmospheric look of it. But I think one of my favorite things was actually James Balsamo's death scene. Oh, um, that was a good one. James Balsamo's death scene was actually one of my earliest forays into second unit directing, which I'm actually proud of um, switching over to my other ear because I'm using um, okay, so Balsamo's death scene definitely has, was something that I'm very proud of just from a second unit directorial kind of perspective because there's Maddie, there's Balsano, we have these other people who are directors and you know we're trying to figure out the best way to execute where in a regular situation we would have probably storyboarded this. But you know, we basically had a wonderful melding of the minds really quick and thinking of the mind melt. Yeah, the mind melt exactly <laughs> of, 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 of the sequence of shots that we need to do to basically execute to the best of our abilities. And having this jaw, and I love how when he he's in there, there's that restriction that we somehow enforce just by holding the hand, and then having that blood squirt on Sam. I love that effect. Um, I love how that looks. Uh, I mean, I, I, pumping the blood. Oh my God, Jesus Christ! I gave myself. <laughs> My head almost exploded. Maddie was smart about it because I believe that was the blood that I diluted that I gave to him. The blood that mm-hmm. I had wasn't diluted. So I am just blowing so hard. Looking, There's a picture of me around. It's ridiculous. But the blood that came out, we got enough blood that we need, and he's on the floor. So we are not actually seeing the underside of it. We have the jaw, and it, and it tells the effect. Mm-hmm. Um, I just – I loved how that was – cut together and pieced together. I, I would say between Kissa and that scene, those are probably really my two favorite contributions. And I just loved working with everyone. Maddie, I mean, Maddie Fish is a magical dude. He is, yeah. He's like a carpenter. He's like, and, he's like, and, he's like JC. And, <laughs> and it's an amazing team that we pulled together and everyone just did a wonderful job. And the um, product speaks for itself. Thank you. Word up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know you mentioned that you think you could do better snow today, but I, and I, I wasn't just trying to be nice, but I do think that I do think the snow effect adds like some charm to the movie. I like to the think it's like, like in the, the first time I saw the movie. 
first time I saw the movie, I hated the snow with a passion. I was so angry. And the thing was, I don't know why I was so heated about it, but when I saw the movie again, I really looked at it from a different perspective. And I, tr I mean, the first time I was so nervous watching the film. I don't know why. I'm always one of my almost critic. But the second time I saw it, I truly enjoyed it because I think I pulled myself enough away to come at it with fresh eyes and not judge it, which we're, we're, where we all are, our own most critics. But really, the second time I saw it, I truly enjoyed it. And I think yeah. the second time is really where I really just felt how much I was proud to be part of this production. Oh, thank you, dude. Thank you. Thank you, Billy. I remember sitting down with Dave in his editing bay and us discussing whether or not we're keeping that snow in there or not. <laughs> like, I remember it being it was like, we tried it and it was like, I don't know, it looks pretty bad. Like, what should we do? And then we, I think we decided on, hey, it's going to be part of the charm of it. You know, I mean, yeah. there's, there's, there's certain parts of the film that you're supposed to, maybe more than a certain part, that you're supposed to laugh. It's a horror comedy in every sense of the the phrase you know what i mean where it's it, you're not supposed to take it for citizen kane you're supposed to sit down with it have fun with it you know what i mean there's there's things put in there that you know to to to, to make fun of mistakes from her from you know films of yesterday there's some of our own brand new mistakes that we put in the film you know to, to so but it's um the whole, the, it's fun. The film's very fun. You know what I mean? And I, I like people, that's the, the, the feedback that I get a lot on the film is that it's a lot of fun. It's a journey, you know, um, it's like hanging with a pal, you know what I mean? You can watch it and, you know, you got your gore and you got, you got, you, you know, the, the laughs and you got to have the good yin and the yang, you know? Yeah. No, and no, you're in the chair. Everyone's saying that the, they agree. It was, uh, it made him laugh, made him smile. Mm -hmm. Uh, Brandy says it, it was cheesy, but it's uh, been a made her laugh. She's uh, she yeah. That's my my one true regret is that I didn't we didn't pull out at the end and have it all take place in a snow globe like saying elsewhere. <laughs> uh, <laughs> actually, one scene I remember that we talked in pre-production and we wanted to do, and I remember Maggie got so excited about this. Is I when the jogger rips it gets ripped off. I remember I was talking to Maggie and Maddie, and I said, what if we do almost like like a Fulci style of shot where we have an extreme close-up, and then we do a pan out to just like almost this bay of blood just surrounding the jaw. And I'm like, that'd be awesome. And then I think when we got down to it, it's like, we got to shoot this the best way we can. So it's like, <laughs> even, though, even though when you plan, it's like, you know, when we get to it, it's like, you know what? We're going to improvise the best of our goddamn abilities and we're going to fucking execute and we're just going to have fun and do a kick-ass job doing this. And everyone's just going to enjoy it. I mean, everyone had fun on set. It was a fun atmosphere on set. I, I, mean, think, I, I think it does come through. And I know I've ruffled a few feathers before, but, you know. <laughs> all um, the feathers, Bill. I ruffled all the feathers. <laughs> I know. I, I, I know feather I ruffled, in the world. You know, I, um... <laughs> But you know, you know what? It was a really good experience. I really yeah. liked it. And, you know, it was a boom-bast adventure, as I always say, whenever I work with Matt. It's always a boom-bast adventure. There we go. Yeah. Now, Billy, you, you had mentioned that uh, that Alex is a very awkward smoker, possibly the most awkward smoker. 
<laughs> well, I mean, I am the smoking cock. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Only yours, man. Only yours. Because uh, I love you I'm so too, much. Man. Hey, you're cheating on me? Actually, now we know how he gets I, all the rules. I, 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 I have known, I've known Alex probably longer than any other actor I've worked with here in New England. Almost 15, 20 years. Oh, so, yeah. It's been a long time. I mean, we've known each other for a long time. And, and I have killed Hawk in different situations throughout the course of 15 years. I feel like I've killed you probably, what, at least six to eight times? Within- at least. Honestly, if you look at uh, Billy's resume, honestly, it's only one thing. It says, I killed Alexander Hawk. <laughs> that that's his entire that, and that's what he puts part. on the resume <laughs> on, on the top. I killed Alexander Hawk at least eight times. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I forget where we were going with that. But uh, but no, it's just about him smoking. I mean, Alex. I mean, but Alex, when it comes to performance, I mean, I'm a heavy smoker. I mean, I, I actually even cigarette smoke myself. So it's like you see. I mean, I, I'll, I'll watch things like that, and yeah. I'll, I'll even say, but you know. Alex is a great guy, but it's just when it comes to, you know, trying to act or smoke, some people well, are hit or miss, but, you know, well, it's well, nothing against Alex. It's just from someone who is a consistent smoker. Well, well it's, it's funny because I, I have to admit that I, I've, I've never smoked at all in my life. The uh-huh. only time I smoke is, like, on scene, like, pretending to smoke. Mm-hmm. Um, now, now... If I, I, I'm doing it not quite right, I, I'm expecting my fel- my my buddies, my, my smoking buddies, to tell me, Alex, Alex, you're an actor. Act like this. This is how you smoke. That's you the don't director's smoke job, like this. David. Yeah, right. I know. I, don't, well, I liked it because you're you're like your character is like an uptight uptight guy, so he would smoke like that. He, oh, he's so yeah. I mean, he's such yeah. a impressed character. I mean, sip, you are such a miserable. Coffee weird. He'd uh, smoke weird. He'd drink weird. You know, he'd, he'd, like, wake up every morning just to piss people off, and he'd know it. And that that's, like, his job. Like, just to ruffle feathers, I guess. So, I, that, yeah, I, like, I, I think he would smoke I, like... I, I gotta piss somebody off. I gotta yeah, piss yeah, somebody yeah. off. That's that's what gets me through the day. That's that's my yeah. caffeine. That's Let's my, watch that's this my car life. for the next 24 hours and see <laughs> what the hell's going on. <laughs> oh. I'm not being rude and looking at my phone. I'm, I'm getting the questions off here because it's yeah. easier than reading over here. AJ uh, wants to know, uh, how many of you put whipped cream on your balls, grabbed a banana, and performed it on your partner? The two-cock um, Sunday. The two-cock Sunday. At, two at least Sunday. twice a day. At least twice oh, a day. Right. I've I, lost my partner, I lost my Never with a banana, though. i, I got to try that. And sprinkles, because it's a Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's, yeah. Be, it's sprinkles or Jimmy's, depending on where you are right. in the U.S. Yeah, regional, regional dialect. Yeah, is, there, is, is that an improv line? Dave, would you write no, that? no, that one was something I used to say in like, like uh, message boards and stuff. Because yeah. like, I used to, I used to write uh, short. You're trying stories. to pick, pick up girls, or <laughs> like that's like yeah, it was ASL, and it was. I had baby on the two cops in there, but yeah. I said that in a couple of stories, so I, I was like, put put that in there. Yeah. Well, you even Dave would throw back. What were you saying, Billy? Sorry. Yeah, no, sorry, but Dave, I remember in the script how you even had certain dialogue that was, you know, kind of you know, sleight of hand, not complete direct, but, you know, lines that, like, with me, you know, like, hey, they're all dead, they're all fucked up. I mean, yeah, automatically, I, 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 I already knew. So I, I love how there was a subtext and homage to so, so many, many of the films that are in there. Like um, Groundhog Day is Garbage Day. Um, go ahead, Neil. I'm sorry. No, no, it was cool. I was just to say, you, you did mention, too, in the chat that James actually uh, left that 
on someone's uh, voice message. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I just want to get my friend's voice. <laughs> history. They have history. Yeah. But they deleted it. <laughs> it uh, Gary, uh, were there any scenes you had planned but needed to cut due to time restrictions or other reasons? Mostly just pickup shots, really. Um, that's why it's kind of short. We did have a pickup shot um, a day, but we lost it. So mostly just mostly just the pickup shots, but I think the flow works better without them, pretty much. You know. Yeah. Adriel wants to know where did you find Mr. Wiggles? <laughs> oh, let, me, let me go get him. I'll be right back. All right. Uh oh, he's getting Mr. Wiggles. Did you try to find a real groundhog? <laughs> there was somebody that speculated after the fact that they could have gotten us a real groundhog. But we were lucky enough, I think, to get them to show up on set. So. I, I part like the snow. I think I think having the the Mr. Wiggles works better than having a real ground. I think so too. It adds to the whole ch- flavor yeah. of the. Uh, I agree. The ground dog experience. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, Mr. Wiggles isn't real. I thought. Oh, no, I'm so, real sorry. He, well, he's got him right there, so he's he's real. I found yeah. him in a strip a strip club in 1992. He was. Uh, <laughs> He was, he was on a, a bender. You were getting a two-cock Sunday. And <laughs> he was getting the two-cock Sunday in the back room. <laughs> and then I go, that's why he's called Mr. Wiggles, because of yeah. uh, on the strip hole. Yeah, he said, man, I need some work. And I said, okay, you can probably sleep on my couch for a while. And uh, But it turned, it turned into a burden, really, but I felt bad because he's such a good friend. And he's just been with me ever since. You know, He's had some up times. He's had some down times where he's had his own apartments or just sleeping in the in the garage in the pharmacy. Yeah. And now, yeah, he's, he's doing well right now. Yeah. He's doing yeah, he's living in my closet. Yeah. Well I'm glad he's out of the closet. <laughs> yeah, he's out of the closet. Thank God for that. Yeah. Yeah. You should be proud of himself. You're very Own it, Wiggles. Own it. You're good. You're good, Wiggles. You're good, good, good. Yeah. He hates me though, so but I mean we have like a love hate relationship really. Mm-hmm. He's just hold he's is he holding out for this part two? Is he does he even demands? He's the highest paid cast member of part two. Yes. He, he didn't, on set, he didn't get along with Ken too well. They kind of had like, they had uh, disagreements and stuff, acting choices and whatnot, line delivery. But uh, I think he'll work. He'll, he'll do it again, I think, if we pay him the right and Wiggles off, was yeah. a pain in the ass. He was also chasing Kissa basically all yeah. over the place. I mean, he, said that he, said Ken, he said Ken was very handsy with him. Yeah, yeah. He had hands of, all over him. Which he did, he didn't stuff. appreciate that. <laughs> So He's if like, me, if me two movements the wiggle, out there, look, look up Ken Holmes. He's uh, <laughs> manhandling ground dogs. Yeah. Yes. Granny yes. wants to know, what has David done to you, Mr. Wiggles, and is this a safe place? <laughs> is it safe? It's not safe. It's, it's not a safe place with David. No. <laughs> that, that ground dog just winked. Yes, Wink, yeah. Wink into the camera when you <laughs> Groundhog is doing SOS right now. <laughs> Billy yeah. is getting into uh, marathon man territory. Or something. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, I like where you're going. I love how you just picked up on that. <laughs> you know what my favorite other marathon reference is, and it's so ridiculous. Gremlins two, <laughs> right. when the, yeah. the, the crazy <laughs> money. He, he actually says, "Is it safe?" And I was on the floor laughing. I don't know what it meant, and I watched Marathon Man only a few years later. Revisited that and laughed a thousand times harder. Right, that that's <laughs> oh. when that works. Like, uh, if you can laugh when you don't get the reference, and then when you do find out what the reference is, it works even more. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Josh says uh, this brings up the gopher from Caddyshack. They're cousins. Yeah, they're cousins. Yeah. Right. yeah. 
can he answer the question from before? Did, does he have any hardships of, uh, of oh, yeah. Film? He's got laryngitis right now. Hold on. All right. Well, <laughs> He's been in the closet. Dude, he looks very I'm sad. Been, Look at that I've face. I've been in the closet. Yes. Uh, well, what, what were the hardships on set? It was it was cold, but it wasn't snowing. And they put at one point, I was put in into a stump, and it looked like it was jizzing blood, like in a Cannibal Corpse song. <laughs> um, that was kind of rough. That was a rough day. But, uh, oh, Actually, right. Mr. Wiggles, wasn't it tough for you having Puppeteer Rich Marini's hand up your ass for X amount Who? of time? Who? <laughs> he was wrist deep I've never up heard that name before. before. <laughs> he was wrist deep up in, he was watch deep up in my keister, and that was a little bit rough, but you, you have to suffer for your work. You have to. It's unfortunate, yeah, but it's yeah. very true, Mr. Wiggles. I mean, what, sometimes you have those... You might have those producers basically yeah. trying to fuck you up the ass, but it makes no yeah. difference if it's a puppeteer or if it's, you know, a PA. I mean, yeah. you know, at some point in the business, you know, you're going to get jobs. You just have angle, to but grin and really bear it take it. Uh, I'm yes. thinking I don't yeah. want to be in a Matt Fisher movie now. A lot of lubricant because fingers hurt. <laughs> We're gentle. I'm, ta- I'm talking. I'm talking the business in general. Sometimes he went two fists in me, but I didn't tell anybody. Oh man, I, I, I'm sorry, Wiggles. I sympathize for you, but you, yes. you, you, you endured. You endured. Yeah. We made it through. We made it through. So I, you know, people were mentioning that they they either have the DVD or it's it's coming to them. So where can people get uh, Groundhog? You can hit us up. We yeah. got PayPal's and eBay. It's on eBay. Venmo. eBay's all that oh, good okay. stuff. Uh-huh. So you just look so it up. up. We go. We do conventions. Site. When the conventions are happening again, you'll see us doing them. Uh-huh. We try and do a lot of screenings throughout the years uh, for different films, and we always got a booth there. So you know, yeah, we're very. Uh, it's very accessible. Just hit us up or come to an event, and uh, we'll get it. We'll get it popping. Uh-huh. Indeed. Yeah. Any merchandise? Because there uh, people are saying that they would like a uh, Mr. Wiggles uh, T-shirt. I no. noticed that. I was. Yeah. I support that. Yeah, well, we gotta get on that. Oh, yeah. With the Straight world being dead, we haven't really been doing any getting any real merch together <laughs> or anything. But yeah. right, once right. the world's back to life, uh, you know, we had a lot of good things planned for this year that kind of went down the shitter. But you yeah. know, I, yeah. we're not the only Same ones. Boat. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we could definitely have some Mr. Wiggles T-shirts coming. When we supply, they better buy or they will die. <laughs> That's how it goes. Looks like we have these awesome new Boombastic shirts too, man. Yeah, yeah, we got a new Boombastic logo going. I love oh, it. Oh, very yeah. cool. Okay, where did the name Boombastic come from, anyway? Um, Boombastic is a. It's taken from the Rodney Dangerfield Vinnie Boombatch joke and All kind right. of evolved from there. I was looking for a good name that nobody would ever use that uh, felt good and like. Uh, and the, the Urban Dictionary has Boombastic as being like a heightened sexual uh, excitement type thing. All right. <laughs> yeah. Very fitting. Though. The All way right. I feel about Matthew Fisher. Yeah. <laughs> He makes us happy so in all the right places. So it's a very sexual conversation. Yeah. <laughs> they say yeah, you should do chocolate. a sex podcast. Yeah. <laughs> that should be the next one you do. Could be. Well, this is without your head. I have in your head. What would that one be? Uh, giving you a head, head podcast. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, all about the head. 
on the head. Does that make sense? No, but we'll go. <laughs> but, uh, Billy, are you working on anything currently? Um, currently, yes, I am actually fabricating. Um, I'm actually doing some finishing up touches on a puppet for a production I'm actually working with, with Mr. Fisher. Um, that's coming along beautifully. You didn't even know about I, it. You seem very surprised. Huh? You seem surprised. I think you, this is the first time you heard about it. I just love well, to hear about me and Billy collaborating <laughs> so much. When I hear it, I get excited. Maddie, I know you want to shoot me. Um, <laughs> I love you, Billy. You know that. No, I know, I know you want to shoot me. Um, so either way, we, you know, that we are, um, I know there's that, uh, and I just Weird. have, yeah, I know, and I, and I just have some other personal projects, some, yeah. some personal projects that I've just really been creating because I mean, this year is a down year for conventions. So I'm kind of taking this time to really fabricate and do some, um, original pieces for trade shows uh, further down the line and I'm working and doing some writing and uh, some other stuff um, for some other folks as well. So, you know, I really can't talk about, you know, that too much because, you know, even though things are kind of on the DL with everything going on, but it's nice to be busy when you actually are busy with everything going on right now in the situation that it is. It's just kind of a, a blinking yellow light, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. Good, well put. Very well put. Yeah. And uh, where can people follow uh, you if they want to see what you're up to? Um, I'm on Facebook at uh, Billy dot coin c o y n e. My Instagram handle is m a d d r c, which is short for Mad Doctor Coin. All right. Um. Those are really the two places, but Facebook uh, is really the best place to find me if anyone's interested or just wants to talk about effects or monsters, considering that's my bread and butter for since I was first conceived, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Alex, what are you up to? Well, um, uh, like everyone else, uh, with, uh, with the downtime and all that, um, I did um, two short films that I, I made with pretty much solely myself with the help of Matt and uh, and Buddy Butterfuko. And Buddy Butterfuko. Uh, both of them. Oh, buddy, Buddy's a good man. Help we'll me, have uh, him on next time. He's the salt of the earth. He is. But, uh, Sorry yeah, to cut you But I mean, the big thing is because there's a lot of downtime and I can't, you know, just go out and, and do, uh, we can't do projects. I, I've been pretty much using my, um, you know, like my, my cell phone and doing many little sh- short films to keep myself busy. Um, since uh, things have kind of, you know, lessened a little bit, uh, I am going to uh, Vegas to uh, uh, shoot a horror film called Bloodthirst uh, nice. with uh, the Mahal hey, Empires. Yeah. So um, in that... Uh, you got uh, Robert Lasardo and Terry Reed, so I'm I'm psyched about uh, doing that. That's going to be um, like the second and third week of July. So I mean, that's a big thing. Um, that and and just trying to keep busy, trying to you know uh, get get myself out there. And actually, I've been up in my social media uh, game 
because, you know, I haven't really done much with that. So I started doing more Instagram, more Twitter, just to, you know, get myself out there since, you know, now I've got more downtime. Yeah. So where are people just uh, put in Alexander Hawk to find you? Uh, for the most part, uh, it, it's actually probably one of the uh, good things about having uh, not a common name is that, you know, uh, it's it's pretty easy to find me. Uh, in Instagram, I'm under Hawkman220. And uh, if you type in Alexander Hawk, H-A-U-C-K in Facebook, you'll find me. It's it's the one with the picture of my beautiful face. So, <laughs> yeah, I can't beat that. So, um, and then, you know, I mean, uh, that's pretty much where I am. Uh, Twitter, I think I'm just Alexander Hawk one or something like that. Something mm-hmm. generic like that. But, right, cool. um, yeah, I mean, just keeping busy and trying to, trying to do as much as I can with uh, the time I have. Yeah. And, uh, your months. There's only three months left. Oh, I thought you meant to of his life. I was like, whoa. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, about yeah. to I'm die. I'm taking a weird turn. I'm dying. I'm dying That's what I mean. But yeah, you can yeah. also see uh, Hawk, one of his uh, new shorts in their upcoming yeah. Severed Limbs Film Festival next month. Yeah. Word yeah. up. And that's uh, Essential Employee, which I I uh, had a lot of fun doing. It's uh, it's it's a it's a very dark and kind of telling <laughs> us short of our times. Right. A commentary on our social, economic uh, setting. Great. Mr. Fisher, what are you up to? Well, we're all very proud of the Hawk and his big acting skills. Yeah. Yeah. Hard times, but he's he's doing good over there. Good job, Hawk. We're uh, we're, you're welcome. We're finishing up post-production on a new short film uh, that we're going to release the trailer and the title to it soon. It's in uh, getting the music done to it now. Um, we're, we're gearing up for hopefully to do the Wicked Hollows feature film once, you know, everything's back to normal, which who knows when that'll be. I have numerous podcasts. I have a, po- a big cast with Alexander Hawk over there called the Boombasta cast. It's on YouTube. And then, uh, on, uh, uh, on, on, on anywhere else you listen to podcasts, I have one called shock treatment with Mel and Maddie. It's a horror themed one. We have one called mostly ghostly with ray Booten. it's all paranormal and uh, you know weird all that scary crazy stuff and we have one called behold the pale podcast which is kind of like uh we discuss like uh truth or things and you know conspiracy stuff nothing too crazy but we just like discuss even sometimes the crazy ones but it's fun <laughs> to dive in and discuss those things and yeah we're just kind of waiting for uh waiting for everything to calm back down and hopefully go back out and hit some screens and visit the people, see the people out there in the open road and keep things moving. Maybe do Groundhog 2. We'll see. We'll, we'll do COVID Groundhog 2. <laughs> the COVID years. But, uh, yeah, just staying busy. Anybody that wants to check up with uh, – you, ch- you check those podcasts out on where you listen to podcasts. We're on Facebook. Twitter, Instagram at Boombastic Films or uh, Matthew Fisher, and uh, yeah, hit us up. If anybody can tell us, send Boombastic a message to what this image behind me is. It's in a famous movie. If you can figure out what movie that is, you get a free Ground Dog DVD. Oh, very sweet. Yeah, I actually, ha- I'm not gonna say, but I do, I do have an old uh, Hawaiian shirt with that on from the movie, but it's much easier yeah. for me anymore but 
David, hey, what are you? What are you up to? Well, um, all the stuff Matt was saying. Uh, hopefully, the hollows. Once all this clears up, the yeah. short, um, a whole bunch of stuff, a whole bunch of shorts and stuff. Uh, hopefully, Groundhog Two. We just, we actually, um, on the Troma Now Network, we just had uh, Gore Theater One and Two pop up. Oh, we, cool. and Gore Theater One, Matt directed one called a short called Ford that we worked on. And on Gore Theater 2, I directed one called The Sound of Blood that I just kind of, I kind of put together like, uh, I think it was last fall. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. kind of like a COVID uh, collaboration that was pre-COVID because it's like, it just I got snippets from my friends to send me and stuff. Um, yeah, it's on Troma Now Network. I'm also, um, I'm also, I wrote, I just finished the first draft of a slasher movie called Pepper Alley that I'm going to be making with a uh, producer, uh, Ivan uh, Hruska. You probably know. You probably met him when you were out in Cali, right? He did. Uh, th- he produced Blind. Oh yeah, I actually know Blind. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. Marcel Vault's movie. And yeah. Yeah, I wrote that. I wrote that for him. He actually he announced it on a a stream we did a few uh like a, a month or so ago. Um, that is gonna be like it's gonna be like a cross between uh Scream and uh Mean Girls. Oh, nice. so it's gonna be like a high school set, and uh. From the script, it's been like compared to like being ten times the uh, beginning of the collector, like the end, of, the end of the movie, the finale, just so much blood and gore, I'm just up the gore, so much, and uh, hopefully I can go. You're gonna hopefully... be puking all over the place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get. Hopefully we can get Maddie and Alex and me out to LA to you know to make it and stuff and just make a bloody movie. You know, once all this all this shit clears up, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, we got the American Sasquatch. Yep, oh, yeah. and anthology coming out in August oh, okay. as well. Yeah. Tony New, uh, like Wild Guy releasing releasing that one. I think it's like August twelfth or thirteenth. You can pre order pre order on Amazon now if you want. I don't think uh, I think Gary answered the question. Gary, Wait, Gary the question he just asked about the background. Oh yeah, oh, Gary. Gary get answered. Yeah, Gary with two R's here. Yeah. What uh, What he say? Scarface. Scarface. Ah, uh, he's got it. <laughs> Good job. Tell him to send me a message via Facebook. Yeah, okay. so. yeah. yeah, Gary, hit up hit up uh, Matthew Fisher one T on Facebook. You're probably already friends. Gary Medeiros. Uh, yep, yep. Gary Medeiros. Yeah, uh, that's my boy. Everybody, be on his, look out for his film. It's coming out soon too. Mm-hmm. I think. Oh, Plague, really? a, Plague a Plague Zombie. Uh, American Invasion. Yeah. Hell oh, yeah! Cool. That looks mm-hmm. good. Cool. Um. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, I appreciate all of you guys coming on. It's been a lot of fun. Hey, thanks I love Groundhog. Hey, thanks so much, Neil. Thank, and thank everybody who's watching. And love you guys. Love all you guys. Love yeah. you all. Everybody applaud Neil because he's helping out a lot of indie filmmakers. Well, thank you. Everybody. Thank you very appreciate much, it. Yes. And uh, coming up, we're going to have uh, the internet premiere of Spirit, Spirit Animal. I'm so excited. I'm so- Maddie Daring. Yep. Gross Fest family, right? Yes, Gross Fest. Yeah, I think we yep. had her at Gross Fest. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it so. looks awesome too. It's got that that, that yeah. aesthetic that I love, that style. Yeah, I, I thought both movies really would play well with each other. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, wait, everybody's golf clapping. I will talk to everyone soon. Thank you guys for doing uh, this. Have thank a good cool Thank you. Movie. Yep. Much right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Take care, guys. You too, Billy. Bye. 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 Peace. From ancient terrors to the search for modern-day conspiracies, the tomb of Nick Cage is the new sound in horror rock. Uncover the mystery of old world horror for the new world order on iTunes, Amazon, and more. Ripley, we should have listened. Sit here on the
tomb of Nick Cage. Find out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The Tomb of Nick Cage. They're coming!